Thrifter Sisters! Hey there, listener, it's Thrifter Sisters! The Resellers Comedy Podcast, and it's me, Lindsay. And me, Lacey! We're alive! We are alive. Sorry, we're coming to you a few days late. We're recording this on Friday. We were supposed to come out on Wednesday, so we'll get this out in the next day or two for y'all. So I don't know, over the weekend, Monday at the latest. Um, thank you for being patient with us. Okay. Life happens. You yeah. Know. Let's get into it. This week, we are doing an episode called, Is Reselling Dead? Dun, dun, dun. I don't know. Is it dead? I don't, I don't know. Seems pretty okay to me. Okay. Well, let's, <laughs> a lot of people think it might be dead. <laughs> yeah. 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 This seems to be the word on the uh, Reddit streets. D-E-D. God, look at this. Eyebrow, like um, what is? What am I looking at? I don't know. Who cares? Um, <laughs> not me. Yeah, yeah, no, not no. me. Um, Ded, is it dead? You know, there's thoughts and opinions on this uh, on all fronts, um, not just from Reddit, but just you know, from the people on the street, from the people. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah the street people, <laughs> <laughs> the street urchins, the street who are also peddling. Or wait, hold on. In my notes, one person called. Uh, the people on Poshmark, Poshmark peanut peddlers. <laughs> well, I agree with that on many, yeah. on many fronts. She was mostly talking about live shows. And so I could not agree more. <laughs> oh my God. Okay. <sighs> do we need to do anything? Oh, let's do some calls to action. Yeah. Calls know, to action. I get, guys, we just haven't recorded this in a few weeks. No. So it feels like. I feel like it's been years. So like, what are we, what are we supposed to say or do? How do we do this? I don't know. Podcasting is hard. And we don't even have a guest on this show today. Uh -uh. Um, But you know, I did get us a guest lined up and we'll talk about that later from uh, researching for today's episode. So we'll- I think I almost did too. Maybe. I don't know if she's getting back to me. Yeah. TBD. mm -mm. I can't vet a Reddit person. We're not getting somebody off Reddit. No. This was a Poshmark person. Someone, you talked to them through Poshmark? Yeah. I made a bundle off her thing and we were talking. No. No, I need to. I need only Instagram people who I can see. Well, them. I requested to join her Instagram. I haven't got back yet. I think we might need to um, say I do the recruiting. Fine, you said you wanted my help. I do, but I don't want you getting people off Reddit or Poshmark. I'm not an idiot. I'm going through Instagram, but I had to request her a friend first. Okay, well, I'll need to vet this person. All of our guests are highly vetted. We can't. I can't just be bringing you some street urchant. Let's do it. Let's bring some street urchins. <laughs> no, this is a this is a classy joint around here. Let, let's first and foremost, we we can't express this enough. We are an entertainment podcast. I need to make sure whoever you're bringing on here not only has knowledge but has some sort of personality. I can't. I I like how you think I'm a, like an idiot. Like I don't know those things. <laughs> you are trying to find somebody on Poshmark. That is not who we want to bring on as guests. Those people. Are buyers who you're you're buying something from them? No. It is a woman who is a seller okay. and she wants to like destroy live shows. She's pissed off about them. And like there is so she just made a post of like just herself being like, uh, and it says, you know, like sellers matter too or something. And then there's just this chain of her just like talking to everybody in the comments. Oh, um she sounds unpunished. No, I don't think so. I think she's not funny. L- listen, it, that would be perhaps good content over on Instagram. But the fact that she's doing that on Poshmark, 
What's her name? I don't know, I think she's trying to like I don't know right now off the top of my head. I'd have to look. All right. I, I I'm not feeling good about her. She's she's well, she's she's not lined up to be on the show. <laughs> I was just trying to vet her. <laughs> you tell her my sister's gonna have to vet you and she is real strict. That's putting it nicely. <laughs> She 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 sounds unhinged. I am as about as close to unhinged as a person can be, but also being hinged. So we don't need to bring somebody on here who's actually unhinged. I don't think she's unhinged because when I did reach out to her, she was like, um, you know, she was like, I would like to take this to the internet streets. Go ahead. <laughs> she was like, but you know, she's like, but uh, you know, she's like, let me let me think on it. You know, I mean, it's not like she was like, okay, yes, I'll do it right away. <laughs> That's an unhinged person. <laughs> They just want attention. All right. Um, calls to action. Uh, Patreon. We had a doozy of a recording yesterday. I had to had to bring in a co-host. It was great. Mm-hmm. It was real fun. It's five dollars a month. You get three to four bonus. I say, you know, it's mostly four episodes a month. Last month we were on spring break, so we only got three episodes in March. Three to four bonus episode. They're not bonus. They're just part. Three to four bonus in in addition to what you get on the main feed. How about that? Right. That is bonus, three, yes. Three to four additional episodes per month. You get a monthly mastermind, which I think we're going to do next week. We were supposed to do it this week. But again, <sighs> didn't happen. Um, but hopefully next week, which is a monthly Zoom call with all the Patricias in our Patreon, which is just a real fun time every every month. Yeah. Um, that's about it. That's all. That's really all you're going to get from us. Oh, you get to, <laughs> you get to get added to the um, – Close friends group on Insta. Close friends group on Insta. Yeah, which mm-hmm. is not super. There's not a lot there. So basically, you're paying five dollars a month for just more talk, hearing us talk. Yeah, which is fair. Three to four more episodes in a Zoom call. Listen, I just want we all to know that one of our Patricias messaged me, and you know was just talking about how great we are, and I'm like, obviously, and yeah. and uh, she was like, you really need to be charging more for this. <laughs> <laughs> She was like, but not the original Patricia's. I was like, I was like, well, that's true. I mean, the plan always was to increase the price at some point. Um, but if you're already in, you're in. You're not getting a price increase. So that, that's probably going to come in the fall. I would say you're grandfathered in, but we're a bunch of down bitches. So what are you grandmothered in? Yeah, you're grandmothered <laughs> in. You got grannied in. <laughs> you got a few months before that happens. The price is going to go from $5 a month to like $255 a month. <laughs> <laughs> It's a good thing Jeff's not go- negotiating for us. He'd be like, all right, it's going from $5 to 50 cents. He's really bad at negotiating. <laughs> Clearly. It's the opposite direction. Uh-huh. It's horrible. All right. Well, yeah, you can do that. And then come over and find us on Instagram at Thrifter Sisters Pod. Oh, leave us a review. Um, Birdie just left us a review. Because I we posted that. We got our – oh, my God, y'all. We all we got our first one-star <laughs> review. So they didn't leave any words, but they left us a one-star and – it would have been better if they'd left us um, some, uh-huh. some real shitty words. But, you know, I'll take it. I will take the one star. And then as soon as um, I posted about that, Birdie went in and she left us. Uh, y'all know Birdie. It's um, uh, Wild One Co. on Instagram. She's like, these sisters are a hoot. And I'm glad they do what they do. Great info and entertainment for all. Well, thanks, Birdie. I don't even think Birdie actually listens to the podcast, but I appreciate. <laughs> she was like. Someone left them a one-star review? Nay, nay. I will go in and counter that by saying they're a hoot. Now, Bertie, what you should have done is also leave us a one-star review, but with those words. (laughs) (laughs) 
but we appreciate you, even yeah. though you probably don't listen. No, Birdie is one of my faves. Her and I talk almost every, <laughs> she is great. almost every day. Okay. So is reselling dead? I, I mean, I don't think it's dead, but some people think it's dead. And yeah. You know who especially think it's dead? Because that's all I could find when I first started researching? Sneaker people. Yeah, sneaker and I don't even think that we can get into that because we just have no knowledge of that. No. Yeah. That's why I didn't even look at, at it. At a yes. Which I thought was funny because we resell shoes, but not like fashion sneakers. That's not. Our well, thing. I do. I mean, golden. You do like golden goose golden and goose. stuff, but like that's not exclusively what we do. Yeah, that's true. And I have sold, um, like I've sold some uh, Louboutin sneakers and I've sold some mm-hmm. uh, Gucci sneakers for really good prices. So there's a lot of money in the sneaker game. But there's also a lot of money to be lost in the sneaker game. Yeah. Like you can – like these people are getting in on these lotteries and they're buying these shoes that sometimes don't turn around and perform yeah. well. And then they lose. Who was telling us about that? Was it Michelle we were talking to you about that? Michelle. Because her husband's like really knowledgeable about it. Yeah. Yeah. Michelle has had some success doing that for sure. Um. And then I was do when I was doing like the the research. So we did, you know, we were looking mostly on Reddit for this the just to see what people are saying. This is again, this this is not well researched, y'all. This is purely entertainment purposes. Yes, here. yes. <laughs> we are not saying go burn all your inventory in a bonfire in the backyard and. I think would be good for the environment. I mean, Lacey was telling me yesterday she was about to flush all her inventory down the drain, <laughs> but that was for different reasons. Don't do any yeah. of those things. It would clog the drain. It wasn't well thought. Yeah, what drain were you <laughs> thinking of? Actually, technically, I said the toilet. <laughs> I mean, one flush and your house is screwed. I don't know. Yeah. It's not going to work. Yeah. Okay. So um, the reason people are saying – reselling is dead obviously is because you know sales are down i can't get what i used to for these brands i mean you guys know you guys know the deal you know what which is like a mix of economy and stupid poshos like that was the main thing i saw was poshos are to blame for everything because people are putting these starts at like three dollars with sometimes luxury items and then people are like thinking that low ball offers are the only way to like get anywhere now and then people get butt hurt and blah 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 yeah, people to sum it up. People do. People really do get their feelings, and then they're posting about all the, all the lowballers, and like it's funny. Like if you if if done properly, you can post that in a comical way. But to post yeah. about it and bitch about it, like it's a it's a site made for negotiating. Of course, people are gonna come in and try to lowball. I get lowballs right every day. Now, tell me, how many times do you see me posting about that? Sometimes. But when it's when I can find a, a funny view on it, when it's funny, right? Yeah. But um, you know the back and forth people pose. I don't know. It just it's- okay. I I wanted to say this because you were talking about like people bitching and moaning. I thought this was very funny. <laughs> this was a woman talking about Macari. She was like, "I'm seriously considering printing this out and making it a novel." She says, call me callous, call me evil, call me mean. I give to charity. I donate things. I support veterans, babies, and all that good crap. I support Girl Scouts, and I buy the cookies and shit, okay? What I don't enjoy and cannot stand and will never have a soft spot for is a freaking sob story on Macari. It's not my fault or really my problem that you cannot afford your rent. You're eating popcorn kernels you found under the sofa. Your hamster's second cousin died. Your parakeet is in the hospital for whooping cough. Your car broke down because it ran out of blinker fluid. You get my gist? And even if, and this is a ginormous 
Because if any of those were true, how the hell is me donating my $35 hoodie to you gonna help? (laughs) And before you say maybe they need it, maybe they do. Maybe they sell hoodies at flea markets and yard sales and Goodwills for $1 to $4. Maybe if they can't afford their cat sister's hemorrhoid surgery, they should get off Macari and maybe start a GoFundMe. Maybe the rent, uh, maybe get the rent instead of the hoodie, you know? (laughs) Where did you find that? Was that on Reddit? Yeah. (laughs) Yeah, this. I mean, we've all. I read it three times yesterday. I was dying. We've all had those too. The the the. Uh, Maybe they can't afford their cat's sister's hemorrhoid surgery. Cat's sister. Maybe your camster's cousin died. <laughs> it's so good. Now that's what I'm talking about. That's what I've been doing. I mean, the subs. We've all had them. We've all had the sob stories. It's it's real oh, fun. Yeah. I enjoy them actually. Oh, but I need this wedding dress. My husband's a paraplegic, and, and again, I lost my tongue in Vietnam. People people fall for that shit too. Like there's yeah. some people that are just so ignorant and um, like they just haven't been exposed to much in yeah, the world, uh-huh. and they and they fall for that shit. You know, mm-hmm. and that's not my problem, so I don't care. Yeah, and that's also yeah. <laughs> So I was actually thinking, um, I saw, I I need to go listen to their episode because Taylor and Maddie were posting about they're about to hit two big milestones on their podcast. Mm -hmm. I was like, oh, I need to go see what those are so I can go tell them, yay, whatever those milestones are. Congratulations. And she was posting a bunch of things that people had said about uh, their podcast and it was all so sweet. And I'm like, man, these girls are so sweet. And then I actually thought to myself, I'm like, I would, I just would never listen to like a podcast with sweet people. And <laughs> I mean, this is not to disparage them at all. No, we love them. All. I love them so much. They're awesome. <laughs> and then I'm like, but man, there's a lot of people that want to listen to sweet people. Uh huh. Uh huh. It's just not me. Yeah. Listen, I don't know what to tell you. The sweetest I get is like Conan O'Brien, <laughs> like being mean to his assistant. Yeah. Because he does it so passive aggressively. I just I, like the fact that like, nobody has in the world ever been like, yeah, Lindsay, she's nice. <laughs> you know? Or or she's sweet. No one has ever been, man, she's not Lindsay. She's so sweet. No, she's empathetic. She's caring. She's, you know, generous. People would say those kind of things about me, but they sweet, nice. No. But guess what? There's a there's a market for that. Yeah, it's true. That's why we're here, baby. <laughs> well, no, we're not here for that. Nobody's coming here for that. They're going to Taylor and Maddie. Oh, I thought you meant for you not being nice, that there's a market for that. <laughs> no, there's Clearly there is. I don't know. Seriously. That's what I'm saying. If you're listening to this, you know what's wrong with you. I don't. You need to take a long, hard look at yourself. <laughs> Could call your therapist. <laughs> You need help. This episode is brought to you by BetterHealth.com. <laughs> call your therapist. We can't help you, but you need help. <laughs> That's right. But yeah, yeah. There's just so many nice people out there that that uh-huh. like other nice people. Yeah, yeah. I mean, that makes sense. Silent, Can we it? just real quick talk about my hair and then we'll get into this episode? Yes. Okay. Um, I was walking. It was like the first, what? That was just a funny segue. Okay. <laughs> I was walking through our bedroom and John goes, well, you finally got that bob you've always wanted. Okay. Two things wrong with this statement. He said one short sentence and there's two very big things wrong with this statement. One, 
what the hell is he talking about me? I was going to say, when have you said you wanted a bomb? (laughs) (laughs) I've said I wanted hair extensions a billion times. (laughs) But I've never been like, oh my God, I just want a bomb, you guys. How do I think he- Now, if he had said bangs, I would get behind that. How do you think I would look with a bob? I have never expressed wanting a bob. Ever. <laughs> Ever. Secondly, what do you mean you finally got the bob that you've always been talking about? My hair was this short last year. Yeah. Uh-huh. I've had- it just My hair has been this length for years. It's like the past eight months, I grew it out. To like yeah. That was the longest it had been in a while. Here. And so I went back to it being short. So he is incorrect in two different ways with just like five different words. Did he notice it was blonde? I don't know. <laughs> I have no idea. I mean, you know, guys are stupid. You got that bob you always wanted. <laughs> I mean, now you can be bob around town. <laughs> I would love long mermaid hair, but my hair's too thin. I can't do it. So, and she did actually cut it probably about two inches shorter than I asked. I wanted it to hit right here. But to tell you how much I don't care, I was just like, yeah. I was like, okay, whatever. That's a shame. This looks, this looks great. <laughs> let's go. Let's, let's wrap this appointment up. I got shit to do. <laughs> yeah. You had to sit in a chair for how long? Mm-hmm. This is unacceptable. Yeah. Two hours. You want me to sit for two hours? Yeah. Oof. But I, I, you know, I, I, I do like a good Bob. I'll sometimes see videos of myself, you know, from last year when I had this hair <laughs> and I'm like, oh, that looks cute. I should cut it that short again. So, you know. You're living all your Bob fantasies. <laughs> and John's not an unobservant, like in terms of males and uh, like yeah, yeah, he yeah. observes things. So it just shows you that they're real dumb. <laughs> yeah. Uh-huh. Okay, great. Okay. Let's move on. All right. Let's do it. So how I don't even know how to start this episode. All right. Let's talk about let's talk about this. One big thing that people are saying while reselling is dead is uh because the prices at the thrift stores, particularly yeah. goodwill. And where okay, and here is a good point I found someone made on Threadit about the rising prices at the thrift stores at Goodwill specifically. And I'm going to just read, I just did like a cut and paste. I'm going to just read this. It says the argument that thrift store resellers are like landlords and driving up costs for the primary demographic of the stores, poor low income folks is smoke and mirrors. Nobody is going to give a fuck about the novelty of a 2015 Massimo by target dress. They're looking for, they're looking for brands and items that have an online market for them. And that's only a small percentage of what thrift stores actually offer. That is so true. What yeah. is actually in a thrift store? It is such a minuscule, small amount that's in there. I mean, all of us that have thrifted, like have gone sourcing at the thrift stores know there's a billion items in there and you might walk out with 10. So the fact that the thrift stores would be driving up prices because of resellers doesn't make sense because the amount that we're actually pulling from these stores is so small in comparison to what is actually there. And then they go on to say, um, everything else they sell is negligible. <laughs> negligible. negligible. Demand-wise, <laughs> it remains the same price. It's absolutely not comparable to being a landlord because housing is a necessity. Being in fashionable 90s grunge clothing is not. Nobody... <laughs> Nobody needs to have Lululemon leggings that you were eyeballing. The people decrying that it's capitalist exploitation are probably just mad they didn't find the things first. 
That's what I think too. I mean, Goodwill knows that resellers are coming in and buying stuff. Yeah, yeah, And the yeah. fact that they're pricing things the way they are, like, just shows you they have no idea what resellers are looking for, for the most part. Right. Like, right. obviously. Like, when I see the LuLaRoe for, like, $24, yeah. I'm like, are you fucking kidding me? Because they probably, just, they probably, honestly, think about it. They probably think that's Lululemon. Right. Because they have no right. idea. I'm not saying everybody who works at Goodwill doesn't understand fashion by any means. But I would say the vast majority of them don't. They just don't. Right. But I'm not trying to be okay. like, like you know, derogatory or degrade them or any whatever. No, no, no. But like, why would they? They're not doing this job. They're, they're going there for a job. It's not like they're going there because they care about fashion. Yeah, exactly. I mean, I'm sure some of them know the difference between Lululemon and Lululemon, but I bet you anything, a lot of them don't. Right. Um, you know, and then also, yeah, they will slap up the price on like target things and you know but it's like going to my little church uh thrift store they've marked up the prices on everything over there too uh but the stuff that they put now in like the fancy section just cracks oh me my gosh up. yeah but then sometimes i find good stuff over there you know where i'm like ooh, this is nice but like for the most part it's like you know i don't know just it's yo that shit is garbage <laughs> <laughs> yeah. i've seen their boutique rack I've seen what's on that boutique rack in that stupid little church thrift store. <laughs> I wonder if you – well, we don't need to get into that. Um, so another person was talking about how lockdown hurt the prices, not resellers. And I think that that is really a good point to consider as well because a lot of these – I mean, I, I don't know how long they were shut down here. I don't know. We started reselling a year after lockdown. Mm-hmm. And they were open by then. But some, you know, I saw some people saying that the thrift stores were shut down for seven or eight months. Yeah. So yeah. those companies like Goodwill, which, you know, you can say it's a charitable organization all you want, but we all know the truth. It's not. Right. They lost a shit ton, billion, mm-hmm. billion dollars during that seven, eight months that they were shut. They were not able to open. They lost so much money. They're a business. They're a corporation. They're a huge fucking corporation. Yeah. That does make sense. They're like, we got to, we got to increase prices because we lost, they are pr- like, not just them, but all companies. In addition to inflation going on, listen, again, purely entertainment. We don't know shit about the economy, but we, nope. but we all know that inflation is kicking everyone right between the butt cheeks right now. And the prices of everything is going up. So why would the price of everything else in the world go up and not the price? of you know things at a thrift store they they lost a jillion billion dollars that's the exact amount a jillion billion dollars a jillion billion that's a technical amount <laughs> i looked it up that was the exact amount they lost during that, that time. <laughs> it was like in 43 cents or something you know mm-hmm. <laughs> give or take a few yeah so lockdown hurt a lot of businesses like the the fact that we're three years past this now into this is it three years yeah it's three years yeah. since lockdown and there's still like supply chain issues. Like yeah. the, the time that all of this world was shut down and with as much demand as there is for stuff and how many people there are, they just they'll they just aren't caught up. Yeah. And that's in yeah. all the ways. Well, I was saying so what I was mostly seeing was people blaming uh posh shows for everything, which, you know, I'm gonna go ahead and allow that. Yeah, we allow it. Um we allow it. <laughs> Listen, Dallas, I know you're uh, – Dallas, Angelina, you girls are crushing it over there with your live shows. Everyone else – Well, that's the thing. You need to quit. So 
most of these people, this woman, she, this is what I was talking about earlier. So this woman on Reddit, she was saying, uh, sales have been, um, sales have been deader than ever since the live show started. I call them the Poshmark peanut peddlers, giving everything away from low ball prices that are bringing down all the completed sales on the platform. You're basically working for nothing now. And only one, and the only one making money is Poshmark. What a way to destroy closets, especially ones who have been here since the beginning. Um, but then people under her went on to say, they're like, listen, it's the people, Hosting these shows, they can choose to start their starting bids at whatever they want. And if they're the ones that are trying to get rid of just like stale inventory and they don't care, fine. It's the ones that are coming in with like nice stuff and they're setting these low prices. And then people are talking about like, and then you watch their faces go into horror as like this, you know, Chanel bag sells for like $7. And people are like, oh, fuck. You you don't have to do that. You also don't have to participate in the live shows. If you're not, if they're not working for you, they're not doing good, then don't do them like well i think a lot of people did do them for a while and then realized the amount of money they were making compared to the amount of work i think i think there has been a mass exodus but i also uh, think you know there's new people coming on the platform every day like oh what's this i could it just is so um it's just god i mean you lacy i don't think because you may not have known anybody but it is so uh mlm it just reminds me of like when lularoe was big and all those lularoe people were like doing these live Facebook shows to sell their stupid hot dog yeah. hamburger leggings. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. No, I knew much more of the people in the, um, the cosmetic one that was going uh, through like Insta and Facebook. I knew a lot of ladies selling that stuff. Which brand? I can't, do you remember? I can't remember the name of it. Yeah. I, like I knew so many people that were like, you know, selling it. And I was like, Oh ladies, that's an MLM. How do you not know that? Yeah. yeah. Well, remember when you were in that, Perfume pyramid scheme. Oh my god! In LA, yeah. Oh jeez, <laughs> I could have been robbed and killed during those. I know. I'm so stupid. Well, that is uh, that's a topic for a whole other day. Obviously. Uh-huh. Um, okay, where were we? Yeah. So then people are going. This is kind of so. I've noticed the same thing. Usually when I list new items, there's almost immediate interest and it will depend on the brand slash the item too. But like at a minimum, one to five people will like the listing if it's like mall mall or mid-tier brand and anywhere from eight to $20, it is like Reformation or something. Now mall brands get zero attention. I put up a Reformation dress and it got five likes. LOL. Are you kidding me? Why are we even here? No one can even see anything worthwhile amid the constant inslot of Goodwill garbage and the Shein brands, uh, and the people peddling in live shows for $3 a start. It's total insanity, and it feels like they suddenly just woke up and decided to pivot away from everything their platform was and was known for and was used for, who uses it, why they use it, et cetera, for over a good decade, uh, to becoming like TikTok. <laughs> well, you know, the thing is, we're users of the platform. We're not owners of the platform. We don't own it. Right. Like they can do whatever the hell they want with it. And that's why it's important to cross list. Um, mm-hmm. That's why it's important to be studying what is actually selling. Cause I think a lot of it is too. I mean, I don't, since the live shows have really picked up, you know, my business is, it's not growing like I hoped it would by now, but it's also not this month is real bad. Real, 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 real bad. But I also took off, you know, basically almost two two weeks weeks at this point. Maybe even a few more days than 14 days. Pretty much same. Um, So it's not unexpected, right? Yeah. 
they can do whatever they want with their their platform if if it's you know if it's profitable for them which you know that remains to be seen i guess we don't know i don't know i don't look at those numbers i don't care um they'll keep doing them if if yeah. it's not working for them financially they'll stop doing them but it's like there's always people get people get so stressed and upset when anything in life changes which is so dumb because everything yeah. changes all day every day for the entirety of your existence on planet earth so People do get riled up. I think the live shows are garbage. I think, you know, for right. the most part, people are look so stupid. And, you know, I know there are some people that are putting on a good live show. It is the vast. Right. Absolutely. It, but the majority of them, I can guarantee you are not. Oh, God, no. Any po- any live show I've ever popped into, I'm like, ah! Blah. I know. Um, Dallas. That's what I, Dallas cracks me up great. when I accidentally do it. I haven't and seen um, Sonya. I guarantee you Sonya puts on a really great live show. Oh, yeah. Sonya's probably no that just seems like something she'd be real good at. Mm-hmm. Um, who else do we know that does them? Doesn't Ashley do them? Pick I don't off? think. Yeah, I don't think she's been doing them. It doesn't seem like she's been doing them lately. No. Um, I know she was at some point. But you know, I think of like people like Ashley. That's a good example of someone who has like a huge social media following, and then social media followers are going into her right. live shows, which is fine. I mean, if you can, um, you know, use what you use what you have to make money and that's working for her. Mm-hmm. She's really also trying to decrease her closet size right now. She's trying to get things down to a more manageable level to just kind of equal out a life balance thing for her. Um, so yeah, there are some people that can do a good live show, but yeah, I don't, I mean, and the majority of them have like what, two, five people in oh, there. Yeah. And like most of them are just wanting you to sell their shit for them. I'm yeah, just like, yeah. The majority of the Reddit threads that I was reading about it is like, which I was like, yay, I can get behind that, is that most of these people were like, uh, I don't care about live shows. I don't watch them. I don't participate in them. Like, you know, they don't matter to me. Yeah. And I'm like, yeah, 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 that's me. Yeah. I mean, they're, listen, I can absolutely get behind making fun of them. That's always fun for me. Oh, my God. <laughs> was it Caitlin sent me this? Was it? Uh, I can't. Was it an actual live show or that somebody turned into a reel? It was some of the funniest shit I've ever seen in my life. And oh I meant to send god. it to you. I'm I hate you. Like, when did she send that to you? This was like weeks ago. Damn she was it. like, oh my god, you have to make – that's what it was. She was, like, she was like, you have to turn this into a reel. It was this – I mean, 99% chance this woman was like on meth. I mean, she looked like a meth head. <laughs> she was like bone thin and she was – super energetic (laughs) and she's like let's make an outfit out of the ugliest things in my closet (laughs) yeah (laughs) and at one point she starts like taking her pants off and Galen's like i really thought those pants were coming all the way off like it's just one of the funniest things i've ever seen in my life Galen, how very dare you not send that to me (laughs) i want to see i have to go back and find it Or maybe so I don't. Funny. Maybe I don't want to see it. I don't know. I mean, I'll, no, no, no. You do. All I all I can see right now is just this bob, and it's all I can think about. You know, yeah, look at that bob. The bob the of your dreams. Bob dreams. God. <laughs> okay. Well, we can quit shitting on live shows. If you do live shows, more than likely you're not doing a good job. Um, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. <laughs> Some of you are, but majority of you are not. But I don't care. It's not. It's not effective. It just sounds like it's a lot more effort than is worth your time. You should do it if you like it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like if it makes you happy, it, which it, I don't know how. <laughs> <laughs> Again, it's like our brains don't work that way. Like our brains don't no. work in a nice, sweet way, so we can't identify it as that. Also, I identify as a comedian, so I 
reserve the right uh-huh. to make fun of everyone and everything. Correct. Correct. <laughs> <laughs> and if you don't like it, then don't listen. I mean, I don't think anyone <laughs> is who doesn't like, like, who gets this far into our podcast? It's like I heard, was it that comedian Bill Burr? He was talking about the political correctness of like comedy now. And he was like, I, no, 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 fuck that shit. He was like, you know what I do when I go to a comedy show and somebody says something that I don't think is funny or offensive? I don't fucking laugh. <laughs> He's like, it's not easy. <laughs> I'm not going to go onto Twitter and be like, you must die, sir. Cancel him. <laughs> Just don't fucking laugh. <laughs> Just, you know, I reserve my laughter for something that is actually funny. <laughs> That's the comedian's way of getting it. People do get offended. Like, people, it's real. I, I also find it very enjoyable that people get offended so easily. Uh-huh. I think it's so fun. <laughs> I love that. I love it. I fucking love it. Because, like, why? Why are you wasting your energy? <laughs> like, there's so many other things in life to care about. I know. And you're going to, like, I don't know, get offended that, like, when you used to blow kisses to people that would like flip you off on the road and stuff, and that would really get them. No, no, no. I would stick my tongue out at them. That's right. Oh my God, they get so mad. It's amazing. Like, you can do, I do not advise ever doing that. You're going to get, no. you're going to get road rage. You'll get and shot. shot. And I lived yeah. in Houston, and I'm real lucky that I didn't get road, and LA. I lived in LA yeah, yeah. and Houston, and I'm real lucky I didn't get road raged. Um, Same. But, you know, it, it came close a couple of times. <laughs> I did actually get threatened a few times. <laughs> um, but I mean, even my daughters, when they say something to me, I'm like, well, that's just your opinion, man. <laughs> Whenever they say something bad about me, I'm like, yeah, I don't care. <laughs> all right. I just almost spit tea all over my keyboard. <laughs> all right. We don't care about live shows. Let's move on. We're done. I didn't, I didn't even know we were talking about live shows today, but you know, it always comes up somehow. That's mostly what I found. I'm telling you. Well, it's crazy. I found a lot of complaining about the market being saturated and there's just too much mm-hmm. competition. So let's talk about that for a little bit. Um, I don't know. So here's the thing. We have been doing this since 2021. So that's two two years. So we don't, you know, there's a lot of resellers that are, that are what are they called? Our four, our four, our four mothers, our reselling yes, four mothers, yes. the resellers that came before us, um, <laughs> our our founding, our founding mothers, our founding reselling mothers, our founding down bitches, founding down bitches. <laughs> um, you know, they talk about the golden age of of reselling, where you know they're finally, especially once they all started using automation, like they all just were making so much money and they were having to hide the fact they were using automation. They were just finding shit at the thrift store. Like those days are over. It's over. The yeah. market has changed, and there was a huge saturation of the market with like idiots like us coming in during COVID times. Like we're like, yeah, well, yeah, I yeah. can do this, I guess, because I'm not going into the yoga studio anytime soon, right? And then we're still here. Here we are. Who would have thought? Um, and, and I, and here is something I've noticed and I'm noticing this recently, very recently. I am definitely noticing during sourcing or just like checking comps. There are a lot more, they're not good. They're not as good as mine, but I, I've seen a lot more pictures that look better than they have in the past for shoes. Yeah. I've noticed that too, actually. Yeah. Um, so like Louboutins, I think, are getting real saturated right now. I'm not really sourcing those too often unless it's like a really good condition. Really cool pair. Or just really good condition. A really good mm-hmm. condition. Like you just have to be up for the fact that like I've I've sold like $25,000 of Louboutins in the last year. 
Like that's like when I look, do it, my prize breakdowns, like I've sold $25,000 in Louboutins, but that doesn't mean I'm going to continue to sell Louboutins. I got to look, you know, and see, you know, Gucci is quickly becoming my main seller. I was selling Golden Goose left and right for a while. Yeah. Not so much anymore. Um, old Gringos kind of hit or miss for me. You know, you just have to kind of be looking out. You know, I'm, I am actually on the lookout for stuff to expand into right now. Yeah, same. I actually haven't sourced anything. I mean, I've been looking, but I haven't actually purchased anything in like seven days, eight days. Because every time I go to look, I'm like, mm, yeah, no. I haven't either. I've, I, I, Lacey, it's what? Today's the 14th. Again, yeah. we, I did, I sourced one thing when we were in Austin. And it's a pair of shoes that I'd been eyeballing for weeks and back and forth with this girl for weeks. And she wasn't budging. I wasn't budging. And finally, I think she just gave up because they just, she. Oh, that's right. I forgot. She, did I, didn't I get those purple sequin ones? Yeah, yeah, and who yeah, knows? Yeah, those yeah. May, I mean, those were, those were expensive for me. And they're a very, they're, I cannot find another pair of those anywhere. Which that's awesome. But, you know, it may be because no one likes them. <laughs> <laughs> Somebody will like we'll them. We'll see. We'll see if it'll be worth it. Um, but yeah, I think I've sold or I've sourced like three or four things this whole month. And by now, usually by the second week of the month, I'm like at my sourcing budget. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Same. So, um, yeah, may- maybe it is. Maybe maybe this this side of reselling is getting – I mean, you know, it started off with like the lower end cheap crap, got oversaturated, and now maybe – Yes, I would like to delete those. What, why did that come up on my computer? Um, now maybe this side of reselling is going to start getting oversaturated. The, sat- it might. the saturation hasn't like really bothered me up to this point because, you know, my my inventory and my photos are better than 90% of the stuff that's like, – Right. Y'all have to think about this. Like how many people are doing this? It's like yeah. Madison – did you see Madison on Patreon the other day? She brought up a very good point like – for every one of us that are on Instagram, she's like, who knows how many of them are out there doing exactly what we're doing that's not on yep. Instagram. She's like, there could be five to 10 people doing what we do that have no social media presence for every one yep. of us on Instagram. It's true. So, I mean, that's, I told you that when we were talking about the podcast forever ago, and you remember, like, I think it was my birthday and you were like, I don't know, there's room for growth and blah, blah, blah. And I was like, no, 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 there is. Because like, there's constantly more and more people doing this reselling thing. And because on the site itself, it tells you, like, if you post stuff to posh parties, millions of people are posting stuff to posh parties at the exact same time. So you might not be able to find your own item that you just posted in there mm-hmm. because there are millions of people doing the same shit. Yeah. Millions. Yeah. Gajillion billion. There's a trillion <laughs> gazillion and three, you know? There's a Googleplex. <laughs> it's infinity time Googleplex. Correct. <laughs> Um, so I don't know, but okay, wait, hold on. Let me see. Okay. So here's something I did a cut and paste to dead. No oversaturated. Yes. Thing about reselling. Okay. So I thought this brought up a good point. The thing about reselling is it comes in waves. People read an article, watch a YouTube, think it's easy because they make it out to be easy. But the thing is, it's not easy, which we all know is true. It's, it's, it yeah. can be a mental beat down. You can get burned out real quick. I don't feel burnout so much since I only do luxury now. Um, cause my mm-hmm. volume is so low, but absolutely like everything is just like, Oh, I got to photograph all that. No, but the thing is, it's not easy. And after a while, the new sellers realize this and quit. I'm betting most quit within the first year. I, I mean, I obviously have no information to back that up, but I, I would probably agree with that. 
The other yeah. advantage the seasoned sellers have is we know brands, or at least we should, and many times the newbies don't. Yes, thrift stores have caught on, but they can only charge so much before a reseller won't buy it. Plus, yard sale season is coming where I get most, okay, we don't need, we don't need that. Um, but yeah, I think that's true too. There's constant, you know, I think like the time when we came in was there probably was a huge influx of, of yeah. resellers. And think about it too. Now there's actually commercials on TV about Poshmark and Macari mm-hmm. where there weren't before. I mean, you know, they think they started like in the last two years. Yeah. Um, probably with that influx of people, they were like, oh, hey, we're making this happen. Let's get some people in here. You know, it, majority of them are going to get in there, not know what they're doing, and just throw some shit up and be like, oh, my shit's not selling and move on. <laughs> Kaylin was telling me that she was like, because I guess she's in some sort of uh, like a Facebook group for resellers. And she was like, it's mostly people complaining about like their stuff not selling. And she was like, and they'll be like, look at my listing. Can someone please tell me what's wrong? And she was like, everything. Everything. <laughs> what, are, what are these words you've put together? What are What's wrong with your picture? Like, everything about everything is wrong. You're incorrect. <laughs> Kaylin knows what is correct. <laughs> Kaylin, I, I love Kaylin. She she told me she probably doesn't want me saying this. She was uh, we do closet um, if, reviews, closet reviews. There it is. Consultations. Con- it's not a consultation. It's a review. That's what we were calling. Were? Okay, closets, closets, uh-huh. closets. We have an episode on Patreon called <laughs> closets, 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 and uh-huh. we'll look at your closet and just tear it apart in an episode. <laughs> I'm just kidding. We don't. We don't at all. And we actually haven't seen any that have been worthy of tearing apart. No, no. They're all like, well. Because all our Patricias are a bunch of down bitches. Yeah, we'll give a few, (laughs) you know, like, I don't know, maybe, you know, try changing this or the, you know, but most of them, their closets look great. And, and Kaylin was very nervous about us looking at her closet because we reviewed hers in our last episode we did of that. And I was like, pretty fucking, pretty fucking talk about your closet's awesome. It's so good. (laughs) Yeah. She's crazy. crazy. So she does. That being said, she does know what's correct. So so when she's seeing these people in these, she was like, you want to feel good about yourself? Go look what these dummies are doing. (laughs) (laughs) I mean, listen, we've all seen the crumpled bathroom floor photos. We know they exist. (laughs) What is, I got to look at her name. Hold on. One of my Instagram friends, I know her, her, uh, her Instagram name. It's something like starlight or let me look. Well, this is great. Shoot. I can't. She's always has Instagram stories. I can't. She doesn't have one up at the top of my thing right now. But she always is posting um, uh, things that she finds on Depop. Just ridiculous listings. Just insane. Like pictures. They Like what? I don't know. I, I can't even think of examples. But she she's so. Like I've posted her on our Instagram before. Like go follow her. She posts hilarious things like capturing people on Depop. And she was the one she was posting yesterday. She was like, any, she was like, it really is amazing to me how many people have stuffed animals in their houses. She was like, every picture that's a, a bedroom, she was like, I see stuffed animals in the background. And she's like posting like, you know, screenshot, after screenshot, after screenshot of all these people that have stuffed animals. Man. Okay. Oh, here she is. Starlight underscore SF. Let's see. And her name's Stacy. There it is. Shout out Stacy. <laughs> These are grown adults. Why do they have stuffed animals? I with a stuffed animal because it puts my shoulder at the correct angle that makes it feel good. <laughs> it does. I put, a, I, know. I put a pillow in between my knees. It stacks my shoulders and my knee properly. I put a pillow in between my knees and then I hold on to a stuffed animal because it then stacks my shoulders properly. Also, it's comforting. Sure. Sure. <laughs> 
Um, I saw a lot of people uh, complaining. So I wonder if this is like, because as you know, as we know, uh, Poshmark was bought by whoever, what's his teeth company. And, you know, they were going to like try to change the search engine and there was like algorithm changes. And so I saw some people talking about, they wonder if what's happening to the algorithm on Poshmark is the same as like what we were talking about uh, on eBay about how, because a lot of people were saying that the delisting and relisting is not working like it used to, mm-hmm. in their opinion. Um, they're like, I saw some people, they were like, yeah, I'm seeing some action like when I delist and relist, but not like it used to be. And people were wondering, is it the same concept? Like if you're taking that item and delisting and relisting it, is the algorithm still picking it up and going, yo, that shit is garbage <laughs> and not pushing it to the top of the search like it's used to? Because yeah. um, I know a lot of people will say they'll just take their stuff and put it like not for sale and then copy it and make a new listing out of that same one um, to make it look new and not like a delist and relist automatic thing. Um, and there might be something to that, you know, because well, I, I mean, I think is the thing is we're never, we are never going to know the truth about what is going no. on with that. We're never going to know the truth about the algorithm. Everybody can get like up in arms and upset about it. We're just never going to know. Um, no, but if you are finding a trend that works for you and you think it's like tent, like working that way, then just do it. We, we, um, who was it? It was somebody we, the first thing that brought it to my attention was on our last mastermind phone call. Michelle was talking about. Uh, Michelle in Kansas was talking about, she was like, Hey, I can't find these things that I listed. And so like oh, a yeah. couple mm-hmm. of us were searching. We're like, yeah, that's not coming up at all. And yeah. then um, I think someone might've mentioned that in Madison's monthly phone call she does with her Patreon and her and I were chatting about it in DMS. And she was like, I can't people, I can't believe people aren't like exploding about this on Instagram yet. And I was like, I don't think people have realized it yet. I think something mm-hmm. is just happening like right now. And then like the next day I saw two people bitching about it and I screenshotted that and sent that to her. I'm like, Oh, here we go. Here we <laughs> fucking go. People are getting, I feel like that's been happening for a long time. I don't know. Though. It's kind of seemed like it died down, but then it started back up again. But <laughs> as people, cause it's like people kind of, cause Poshmark was like, Oh, we fixed the algorithm and kind of calmed people down. And then everybody's yeah. talking about the algorithm. Quit talking about the algorithm, guys. Who cares? Listen, Sasha already cracked it. That's all you need to know. <laughs> Her name's Sonia. 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 I said Sasha. Um, and she cracked it. Go listen to Al. What did, what did we call it? Who is this Sasha we speak Sonia of? Sonia <laughs> cracked the algorithm. She, that, was, that was a great episode. It's our highest downloaded episode. Mm-hmm. It, regardless of what the fuck's going on with the algorithm, the information, sh- like a lot of us use that um, for yeah. our listings. It's very helpful. And, uh, yeah, it's good information. Go find that one. It's called, if you haven't listened to it, it's called, I think it's called Sonia Cracked the Algorithm, something like that. Yeah. It's from last year at some point. Um, okay. Are we done with the algorithm? I have nothing more on that. Yeah. Okay. So now I wanted to talk about just briefly. Um, so, you know, the Instagram account in my thirties spending under 30, they are a married couple, uh, full-time resellers or worse. It's Shay and Tyler. Um, they were just very recently on uh thrifters villa uh, a few weeks ago. Oh, right. Yeah. And they, um, they have a YouTube channel and they made the announcement over on thrifters villa. And I, so I talked to Shay before I, you know, when I was writing this in my notes, I was like, Hey, I just want to make sure it's okay with you. If I talk about this on the show, she's like, absolutely. And also spoiler alert, might be coming. She's coming. They're coming on the ship. They're gonna come on the show. So we're excited about that. Um, Shay has 
decided that she is no longer going to stay full time. She's going to still keep working on the business with Tyler, but like she's going to go back into an office. And she was like, just the, and it's also personality driven too. Like I went and watched her YouTube kind of breaking it down a little more after their interview um, over at Thrifters Villa. And she was saying her emotions were just paralyzing her. She was like, she was, she was like, when all this shit started going down with the algorithm, the cost of goods were going up. She was like, it was just making me go into like this spiraling tailspin panic. And she was like, I just realized for my mental health, it just wasn't worth it for me anymore. She's like, yeah. I am the kind of person I need to have stability. So, 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 you know, now she knows that every month she'll be making this month from a job. Right. Um, and, you know, they'll still be making money from her helping Tyler still reselling and then her, you know, helping here and there when she can. And she's like, she does still think there's room for success and says it just felt unstable for her and she needed something more consistent. And I mean, that's the thing with sales. I mean, it's never going to be consistent, really. I mean, you can like still have success, but I mean, sales are scary. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Um, and then another point, this might be the last point I have written down, is um, a lot of companies, Madewell is the first one that comes to mind, are doing these buyback problem, pr- problems, buyback right, programs right. now, which stuff like that could absolutely hurt. the Because re- that's a like when we first started reselling, everybody was like, ooh, Madewell jeans, Madewell jeans, Madewell yeah. jeans. Get a pair of Madewell jeans. Ooh, that's a good, you know, I don't know if that, because because I'm not in that market anymore, I don't know if that is still a thing that people want and like to find at the thrift store and sell. I have no idea. Um, but like, you know, since we've been reselling, companies like Madewell have started buying back stuff and then you can get store credit for new things. Mm-hmm. And I'm assuming, I don't know, I should have looked into this before we recorded. I'm assuming Madewell is selling those. I think so. Like, you know. I think we talked about this on our but, but, episode of- long time ago when we talked with your friend, the uh, sustainability mm-hmm. expert. Yeah, Terry. We, yeah, we talked about that and I can't, I can't remember But now. there are, I don't know if it's made what, but there definitely are companies that are getting into reselling as part of their, part of their business models now because they're seeing mm-hmm. how, you know, what a huge market is. Not only does it save people money, but there's also like this whole Gen Z group of kids that are like, we we got to do something like these these this is a smart generation. Oh god. Yeah. They're our final hope, man. They're going to They're all becoming voting age too. A lot of them are voting age and older now. What's that little um girl uh, Greta? Mm-hmm. Is that her yeah. name? Like they're all around her age. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And um yeah, they know. They know they're like, you know, sustainable fashion is secondhand fashion. Yeah. So keep it out of the landfill, baby. Well, and anyway, we're we're not doing that topic, but I was going to start him off that, but I'm not going to. The point is a lot of a lot of big companies are starting to add that as a part of their business models, which could absolutely, you know, hurt the, you know, just, you know, everyday mom and pop reseller. (laughs) I saw this and I just had to take a picture of it. It has nothing to do with anything, but I thought it was funny. Yes. Just a tip. You don't need to give disclaimers like this. Just relist the item at a higher price if you want to. And then the person has a comment on their thing. Sorry, my cousin came over and told me the bag is worth way more. We had to up the price. (laughs) I don't need to know your cousin came over and told you the bag is worth more than you priced it at. It's your item. (laughs) Just 
change the price. <laughs> you can do whatever you want with it. It's yours. <laughs> yeah. And again, this goes to show you people don't know dick. <laughs> you don't know what you don't know, you know? I mean, like, they just don't know how to interact in a professional way. Oh, my God. That really, really cracked me up. <laughs> there was some story I saw on here when I was researching a secondhand resale is getting cutthroat as platforms as Depop and Poshmark boom, and some people are receiving death threats. That was on CNBC. What? What's the? What are people getting death threats about? I didn't finish reading the article. Well, that could have been a good uh, bit of information for this no, show. It's all right here. Hold on. Yeah, let's all wait while Lacey reads this article. Well, I'm going to edit it. <laughs> oh, yeah. Six months after launching his secondhand clothing shop on digital marketplaces like Depop uh, in 2020, Blake Robertson, a 15-year-old high schooler at the time, received a death threat from a customer. It came via Instagram from someone who had not received her purchase in time for Christmas. Nothing happened, but I don't know. It just opened my eyes to the fact that some people, they just really want their items. It's <laughs> great. Aw. This sweet little boy. <laughs> yeah, people just want their stuff. I'm sorry she sent you a death threat. That wasn't very nice. <laughs> but he was like, oh, I don't know. People just really want their Didn't stuff. Didn't we do something like two years ago, an episode about like the dangers of eBay or something? Yeah, it wasn't it the um one of our Halloween episodes. It was like one of the murder things. Well, no, it wasn't that. I don't know. Or maybe we just talked I don't know, but like how people have gotten like threatened over like Yeah. They, people I have. Mean, I mean, that's nothing new, but it, I don't No. I just thought that it was wasn't funny. even like <laughs> mm, these people really want their items, you know? Give me my st- give me I want my two dollars. <laughs> <laughs> I want my two dollars. <laughs> two bucks, and I want my and I want my t-shirt because that's probably all it was worth. <laughs> two bucks. Yeah. It's fine. I got it at the bins. I made thirty cents total. Worth it. Oh, I bought it on a paw show. <laughs> <laughs> well, uh, I don't. I don't want to disclose who because I don't know that she wants anybody to know this. But one of our uh, besties is about to start having to do some paw show. Or some whatnot shows. T- Is about to have to? Yeah, I'll tell you later. <laughs> like she's being held at gunpoint? Does she need help? <laughs> Pretty much. <laughs> she, I'm very intrigued. She was, like, confused. she was like, we will never speak of this. I was like, we shan't. <laughs> but you're speaking I'll of speak it. of it on the podcast, but I'm not going to talk about who it is. They know. Yeah, she knows. <laughs> she knows who I'm talking about. It's her. <laughs> Oh, you. That's so really you of you. Is. That's really <laughs> you of you. All right. Well, we're going to go uh, help our friend that's being held at gunpoint and <laughs> forced to do whatnot okay. shows right now. Can't have that. <laughs> and I guess that's the end of this show. Dun, 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 dun. The yeah. end. <laughs> you look like you're holding in a puke. <laughs> I'm just admiring my bob. I've always wanted this haircut. Oh, my lifelong bob dreams coming true. <laughs> Such an idiot. Uh huh. <sighs> All right. Uh, two sisters. <laughs> One Bob. One stupid oven. <laughs> I tried to say husband. It came out. Nope. Up. It's two sisters. One Bob. <laughs> two sisters. One Bob. One Bob. <laughs> Remember, we used to sing Thrifter Sisters at the end of every episode. Yeah, we did. Okay. Those days are dead. Yeah. Just like our hearts. Empty like our souls. 
Yes. <laughs> All right, Mariana, play us out, girl. We're we're Bye. We, we've done our all we need to do here. All right. We love you guys. We mean it. I don't know why you listen to us. Bye. Bye. Thrifter Sisters. Thrifter Sisters is written and recorded by me, Lindsay. And me, Lacey. Produced and edited by Hot Moms of Seaville Productions. Music is written and performed by Mariana Bell. See you next week. Bye. Bye.